What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Crying in Baseball. How you doing, Adam? Good. How are you, Logan? I'm good. Big news just broke Liam Hendricks to the Sox on a, on a four-year deal or a three-year deal with a club option. Ashton, give, give me your first thoughts. My first thoughts, it's, it's honestly a really good signing. Uh, this is a team that uh, we saw in that last game against the A's in the playoffs. It seemed like their bullpen was a bit short. Obviously, there was some injuries, like Crochet getting hurt. But getting an elite guy like Hendricks, really, it, it changes the whole dynamic of a team, knowing that you can go into potentially those last two innings uh, and feel comfortable with the lead. Oh, yeah, it's, it, it's kind of huge. I mean, the White Sox... The White Sox were beat by Liam Hendricks twice in the playoffs, or r- really once in the final game. But he pitched in game two and three, and you know those though that he he was the last pitcher the White Sox saw, and now he's you know go- going to be going to be on the roster. I mean, as a White Sox fan, this is huge. I am excited. I mean, you look at his stats. I mean, in the sixty game season, obviously, you know it's. It's you know a sixty game season, but a one point seven eight ERA. Uh, I mean three and one record. I mean this. This is an an all star caliber pitcher they are adding to a bullpen. You know, put, putting aside the playoffs, a fairly solid bullpen with Aaron Bummer, Jace Fry. I mean, it's this is. This is huge. Yeah, as a Cubs fan, this is a bit frustrating. Obviously, the White Sox getting this level player, but the fact that the Cubs gave more money to Craig Kimbrell, who's coming off a rough playoff run. uh, And then obviously he's not done well. It's a bit frustrating. And Liam Hendricks is clearly a top, I'd argue top five reliever in baseball. A lot of people might even have him at one. This is a dude. Yeah. Once again, it was a 60 and the, the, the shredder put him at number one MLB networks little, uh, ranking system. They put him as the best reliever in baseball, like yesterday. Yeah, that, that, that's one hundred percent fair. Like once again, it was a sixty-game season, but this is a guy that got Cy Young and MVP votes. Like, yeah, especially mm-hmm. in a sixty-game season, pitching twenty-five innings, like relievers, and that's why I believe the Rays made the World Series, especially in that like that smaller season. Relievers are super valuable. Yeah, yeah. I mean. It's he's he's just seems to be lights out. It really seems like, and I I I just he's this is so big as a White Sox fan. But this does it it disappoints me a little bit that we're I I, I really liked Colome, and unless we find some weird way to move him back where he's comfortable in an eighth inning role instead, Colome's gone. Uh yeah yeah but. Obviously, Hendricks is an improvement, an upgrade. Oh, it's an upgrade. Yeah, 100%. and that's not saying Col- like that's not to Colomay's discredit. It's Liam Hendricks is one of baseball's elite relievers. Uh, obviously, the Oakland has always had like a really solid bullpen, so like he might think he he could be a byproduct of Oakland's coaching, which it probably probably is. But that doesn't mean he's going to be worse as a White Sox. Yeah. I uh I, I I have very very high expectations right now. Um, where where do you think 
Colome will go now. Uh, Colome, honestly, he could end up on the A's. Obviously, they have a bit of a hole in that that back end of the bullpen now. Uh, they, there are a team mm-hmm. that that still has a solid bullpen, but Colome would be a solid fit there. Uh, there's still a, a good amount of relievers left, so I, I don't think like Hendricks was the guy left on the market. So I, I think we'll see the, the other relievers kind of spread spread around. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm looking at, you know, the uh, remaining relievers right now. And I, I I mean, I see solid names. I see, you know, Brad Hand. I see Roberto Osuna. I see a Ken Giles. Uh, I mean, those there's still a lot of names out there, but Hendricks was really that it guy to get. Yeah, and this, this is what happens when you let Rickon do his job. And, and yeah, and that, oh, that's yeah. why... You know, kind of going deeper into the White Sox, it, I think that that manager hiring was awful, considering that, like, Rickon had everything in place where that they might have gotten A.J. Hinch as the manager, and then, and then mm-hmm. you know, ownership steps in, and, and it's kind of tough. But obviously, I still think the White Sox are going to be a successful team. Yeah, I mean, Rickon... Give all the credit to that man. He in I I think back to I think it was uh, winter meetings twenty fourteen when he made a lot of moves to you know get Milky Cabrera to get Todd Frazier to you know bring in a lot of good pre- pieces and you know that 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 didn't pan out as we can tell. But I mean, he he has done a stellar job really bringing in pieces. Uh, yeah question for you now does this Liam Hendricks signing take the White Sox out of contention for Bauer yes um I would say it does I would say that the White Sox never were a true contender for Bauer but to kind of bounce off of that I'll get back to Bauer in a second I really think that they're in contention for Kluber uh I think that Kluber would be a good piece for them they are going to Kluber's workout soon, and you know they're going to watch him. They're, they're going to see how he's going to do. I mean, I'm thinking a three-year deal for Kluber. Give him 22 million. Give him you know eight million a year coming off uh eight, eight or so million a year coming off of an injury season. But um yeah, this this takes Bauer out of the picture for Chicago, and I think that that's okay. I really do. I think Bauer is a phenomenal pitcher, just a, a great, you know, piece to have. You know, he he he's the one who you know has his own YouTube channel, who is always active on Twitter. That this man is out there. He's a character, and you know, he he would have fit in well with the White Sox. I think. I think him and Larusa, it they praying to God they got off on the right foot, but you know. They, uh, I, I felt like they would have meshed well with their both extreme competitive attitude. I think him and Tim Anderson have had you know some fun banter in the past. I, I think that Bauer would have been a great signing, but I am okay not signing him if we get Hendricks and possibly. Dude, personally, I'm a believer of him and Larusa would not have gotten well at all together. Uh, I think they're both very different kind of personality. But I'm also a believer that the White Sox might not even need to get another pitcher for the rotation. Because obviously you have Giolito, you have Keitel, who exceeded my mm-hmm. expectations last year. Yeah. 
You trade for Lance Lynn. Mm-hmm. Uh, if Michael Kopech is everything that everyone seems like, if he if he meets his potential, that then that that is your top four by itself is awesome. And then Gare Ger- Crochet. Oh yeah. Although he was in the bullpen last year, he was drafted as a starter, so there's potential for that. And then you still have Dylan Chief. So the I feel like those last two spots, you you have enough young guys there where I, I don't even. Yeah, they, they can compete true. for that last spot, and I don't think they necessarily need to bring in another big name. And if they do sign a free agent starter, I feel like at this point they'll be uh, one of the more veteran guys on a one-year deal. Yeah, I mean, I in all honesty, I, I could see them bringing back Quintana for a year just to kind of try and you know ease Kopech back in or something like that. But um, I. I mean, this. You, you look at the White Sox. I mean, you're right. They they really do. It's kind of my, you know, dreamy White Sox mind going in for Kluber. That's kind of unrealistic, but a man can dream. But you know, you you think about all all the prospects they've compiled, and most of them have panned out so far. Moncada isn't what we thought him up to be, but he's still a solid everyday player. Um, the only name I can really think of that ha- hasn't lived up to at least some sort of the expectations has been Ronaldo Lopez. Uh, I think that he he very well, you know, with Lance Lynn now, I think he very well might be moved into the bullpen. Um, or just, I'm not, I'm, I'm not really sure what's going to happen with him because, I mean, once Kopech's back or if they, you know, pick up Quintana, they they want Cease in that rotation. You know, Cease had Cease had an okay year this year. They're going to try and like pull a Giolito with him, where you know he gets just better and better. He has like really not good years, but then just like skyrockets up. Um, there's there's just there's just no room for Lopez in my mind. Yeah, I agree. Lopez genuinely has been one of the worst starters in baseball over the past couple of years, and that's not to say he still doesn't have potential. I I just don't see him. Uh, fitting in to at least a Sox rotation, maybe he can move on to a worse team and try to improve in a in a team that has no stress on it, like the, no expectations. But if the White Sox do want to hold on to him, he is going to have to move to the bullpen. I, I think a key for the White Sox yeah. success um, moving forward is obviously uh, Luis Robert. He he started off really hot, then he tailed off towards the end of the season. They need more consistent play from him. Uh, I I think losing yeah. James McCann is a bigger blow than people think. Uh, yeah, I think oh, Zach yeah, Collins definitely. is the guy that they probably see replacing him. He's kind of been maybe not a top prospect for them, but he has been a solid catching prospect for them for a minute now. Um, in terms of the infield, obviously, you kind of know what you're getting from Abreu and Anderson. Maybe not that same MVP level from Abreu. Uh, Nick Nick Madrigal is not going to be a power hitter, but he's a he's he's a very talented oh. hitter. And I also think if they can't get like a DH like working this year, that you might see Andrew Vaughn called up. I mean, I would I would not be opposed to that because I mean their DH spot isn't there, um, you know, because of you know Mazzara leaving and well, and Edwin Encarnacion. Yeah, Edwin was a huge disappointment this year. Um. Just, just huge. But um, I, I mean this this production, uh, we're 
if anything, we're going to be gaining production from whoever goes into that DH spot. And that's that. That's what I think really matters. It's like the White Sox are in win-now mode. They're not in build for the future. They're like, all right, you know what? Let, let, let's call up Andrew Vaughn right now. Let's get him some major league at-bats. We might not make the World Series this year, but maybe in three years from now, he'll be a fully formed a fully formed player ready to hit bombs in the World Series. Like this, this right now seems like uh, I'm not sure. Like the 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 final stage before a big push for yeah. The honestly, World I, I see the AL Central as one of the least competitive divisions in baseball. Obviously, we talked about oh, yeah. the Indians and Twins. Oh, yeah. I think the twenty the the Twins the the Twins <laughs> haven't done much. Uh, the Indians have gotten worse. Uh, the Royals and uh, Orioles both kind of, or not the Orioles, yeah, Tigers, ex- Tigers. kind of exceeded what people thought they would do last year. But in a full uh, full season, I don't see either one of them doing much. So I obviously, I don't think there's any chance that the Sox really lose this division. But it's really how they match up against the other teams uh, in the AL, which I think they match up against any of those teams fairly well. But the question is, is when they go up, inevitably probably against the Dodgers or Padres in the World Series. Uh, I, I still I don't know if their pitching is as deep as either one of those teams. Yeah, that's in my mind as a White Sox fan right now, I'm not worried about winning the World Series. I'm worried about winning the division and having a deep playoff run. And I mean, that division is ours to lose at this point. You look at the Twins, who are possibly losing Nelson Cruz, who have lost bullpen pieces, who have lost, you know, Trevor May, uh, maybe losing Jake Odorizzi. And you see the Indians trading away Lindor, and, you know, they traded away Clevenger before. Like, this this truly is our, our division to lose at this point. And I look at the other teams in the American League right now. Hot take, I don't think the Rays will be good as they were this year. I think this 60-game season benefited them incredibly, and I think that I think that the Rays are a great baseball team, but trading away Blake Snell, uh, losing Charlie Morton, I feel like they, they won't necessarily be, be the 2020 Rays that some people are expecting them to be. And, you know, I, I, I see the Yankees, and I'm, I'm intrigued by them. I think they'll probably win the East. But, you know... Beyond that, uh, the Astros are losing two prime outfielders. The A's have lost their best reliever, um, possibly the best reliever in baseball. I, I, if if besides the Yankees, the White Sox and Yankees are the two top dogs in the AL right now. Oh yeah, for sure. I I might also include the Blue Jays if they do sign either one of those. Mm, yeah, maybe maybe Bauer, maybe Springer, maybe Lehu, one of them. I'm not sure. I'm a big fan of Kluber. I I I could see Kluber going to the Blue Jays. I think that also. Yeah, I think sense. I think I think really what we're seeing is that in the AL we're really seeing these younger teams make a push, and we're we're seeing those teams that dominated mm-hmm. for a while, like the Red Sox and Astros, kind of fall back. Yeah, and I I really think that you know. It's just kind of the times changing, you know, there's the upcoming teams. I feel like the Yankees are always going to kind of be there, but I mean, the upcoming teams really are, you know, the Mariners are working their way up and you know, the, the West is kind of open this next year. If the Mariners, if Kyle Lewis continues his incredible production as a rookie 
and you know they they get a a piece here or you know a solid you know amazing not uh, not amazing but like a solid veteran pitcher here like I would not be surprised if they win the division with 90 wins flat or something like that. But, you know, this the in the future, it's the Mariners, the White Sox, the Blue Jays, the Orioles. And these teams like the Red Sox and the Astros, the Athletics will always be competitive somehow, some way. But, you know, this th- this is really, I feel like, the American League turning the page into the next chapter. Well, yeah, especially when you see – teams like the White Sox make a signing like this, clearly pushing for the postseason. Like, yeah, it, it kind of shows oh, yeah. uh, where, where the AL is headed. Mm-hmm. And I, I just realized I'm wearing a White Sox postseason 2020 sweatshirt. And it's I, – I, I was watching when Liam Hendricks got that final strikeout in game three and just, you know, I, I wasn't necessarily sad. I was like, okay, okay, th- this is – we are building for the future right now. This is good experience for people like Eloy. This is good experience for people like Dylan Cease. This is the this I I I felt like it was the start. This was only the first of many. Yeah, at least you guys didn't lose to the Marlins in two games. Yeah, that is. Yeah, thanks. Pathetic. Not even yeah. three games. Two. Something. Something else. Do you have anything else? Any no, final just, just to reiterate, I think this is a very smart signing for the White Sox. Uh, I think, obviously, Hendricks is happy because mm-hmm. uh, he's been rumored there for a while, yeah. and I, I think there's a good signing. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's a great signing. Well, we thank you for listening. This has been an episode of Crying in Baseball, a baseball podcast. Uh, we hope Peace. to see you next time. See ya.